Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I love this format. I love what Linda sets up for our, we, we call them, by the way, Wild Wednesdays. Just all you out there, we have themes that we are creating now for each of the days. Wednesdays, Wild Wednesdays. We already kicked it off with Peter. Yep, and I gave him an assignment. He has to come back. We have to talk about that more. Uh, today, I get to introduce all of you, if you don't know who she is. Uh, Yubaka uh, Hill is joining me here today. And, you know, first of all, let me say something about Yubaka. First of all, she is going to be upcoming premier, premier uh, uh, workshop leader and doing a concert at the upcoming Women of Wisdom event. Now, I ask her a very important question, which I'll share with you in a minute. But she's a visionary, a motivational leader, performing percussion, poetry, and song for over 30 years. Um, and by the way, if those of you out there are like me, and to this day, if you are the people that get scolded when you pick up a spoon or a pen or something around you and you start, start tapping, I know, right, Brian? And you start tapping, and I'm a tapper, and you start tapping don't let anybody tell you that's because you're ADD or ADHD. Because Yubaka and I, we're going to set the we're going to set this straight. When you got your children out there and they want to be doing some tapping or banging or hand clapping or something, we're going to set this straight for you. For those of you that are adults that have always been told to sit on your hands, today is your day of freedom. Uh, my very special guest today has you know more awards, more things that she has done than I have time to mention. Uh, her music, her CDs, everything about her work has been profoundly not only accepted by a broader community, but is transformative. She's joining me here today. We're going to talk about what it means to work with energy, sound, shape-shifting, you know, dance, the spiral dance, that, and much more. And we're going to tell you about her upcoming workshop at the uh, Women of Wisdom uh, gathering this year. Vivaka, thank you for joining me. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here and very excited to be at the 20th anniversary of the Women of Wisdom uh, Conference. So uh, as a kid, uh, and, and Brian was just in the, in the side room. You can't see him, but, you know, those on the camera people probably could. <laughs> you know, the minute we started talking about drumming and percussion, he started to, like, go through the motions of it. As a child, I was always scolded and punished for tapping or taking a pencil or doing something like that until finally my parents gave me a set of drumsticks and then they took them away from me because I would drum everything. What is that urge that we all have to step into the rhythm of that? What is the healing power of it? And what is it about your work, the challenges that you've had to overcome to take such a absolutely epic message out into the world? Great questions. Well, the um, this urge that you describe that we have, that all of humanity has, whether we're in remote villages or in urban centers, has to do with our primal relationship 
authentic, organic pre-birth relationship with rhythm and with pulse. And we have this relationship before we were born. We have it as we are growing in our human experience. And we have that right in the center of our physical body, and that is the heart, the heart chakra. So we are rhythm, we are pulse, we are music. We are not separated from that, although we may have had filters and interruptions, but we are now at a place of remembering and reclaiming that relationship with the heart. Mm. This is such an important question, and your work is so important, because uh, I'm going to make a statement that probably may or may not be true. There are certain cultures in our country that have grown up in a way where they have been forced to inhibit that innate desire to shake their booty, beat on a drum, and do some other things. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it's almost as if movement, drumming, rhythm is more inhibiting than good sex. And <laughs> I, you know what I'm trying to say? What, what are we? What have we done? How did? How have certain subcultures in our society been able to restrict that innate, I don't know what you want to call it, to move it? Well, you know, we, we have had, you know, the women before me, the, um, the, the matriarchs, the feminists, the grandmothers, the earth stewards, the, the shamans and so forth, have done the excavation looked under the hood of the patriarchy to understand that exact question, why? Why did this uh, consciousness embodied in a political format um, be threatened by the power of music? So music in general, because music is powerful. It was um, um, uh, Carlos Santana who said that music rearranges the molecules. It also opens up the gateway to a higher understanding of who we really are. And so if there's a people that wants to have power over and control another people, the first thing to do is to remove those tools that have given them the key to open and remain open into their higher self and an understanding of a higher self. So to disconnect us from that aspect of self is actually to disempower us, to weaken us, to get us to forget so that we can be managed, quote-unquote, and controlled by a force, by a people who needs and wants what the benefits of controlling another people. And so uh, uh, earlier you asked a question about the challenge, and that really is still is a challenge and has been a challenge for me um, in my, not so much in my, my youth, but more so in my adult, adulthood coming into and onto the path of drumming. The good news for me is that in my household, music was played. Yeah. It was R&B. It was, you know, Motown. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and, you know, my, my, my father actually was the one to put the music on the hi-fi <laughs> and uh, play the records, and we would dance. So I always had a relationship with music in my body. Uh, we would sing, and I never thought, I just never thought that I would become a, mu- a professional musician. I would sing 
or that I would become a drum teacher. I actually thought I was going to be a art teacher because I'm also a painter, and mm. I love that. It's one of my first recognized uh, love. Yeah, right. And um, and then beyond that, the other greatest challenge was to rewrite the myth about women and drums. Mm. To re-script that. To again to shed the layers upon layers upon layers of disinformation, misinformation, and um, and lack of disclosure about the um, legendary path and lineage of women's drumming traditions on earth, around the world. And so that still remains a challenge to be able to, um, to bring forth or to bring, yeah, to bring forth from others a, an ease, mm-hmm. a memory, a reintegration of relationship to music but not even music outside the body, but music inside the body, right. as you said. Right. To dance, to sing, to to play, because it's called playing drums or playing music. And um, it's a beautiful challenge, and I I love being chosen to be to help us out with that. I love it. We're going to talk uh, a bit more, and we're going to talk about the drumming that's going to go out on in the upcoming Women of Wisdom uh, conference. But more importantly, uh, you know, there are so many other things that my very special guest, uh, Yuvaka Hill, is uh, talking about today. You know, something, a gathering in 2013, which I love. I love that somebody's actually planning something in 2013 instead of, you know, focusing on 2012. I'm glad we actually recognize that there actually will be 2013. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to tell you all about the workshop that you guys can sign up for and a way for you to express yourself perhaps in a way you haven't done before. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you seeking clarity? Do worries about your health, job, parents, children, or pets keep you awake, tossing and turning at night? Are you considering a major life change? Looking for love? Do you want to create a life of joy? Let psychic Elizabeth Anglin help. Visit ElizabethAnglin.com or call 970-708-4838 to schedule your life-clarifying appointment today. Don't waste time being worried. Psychic Elizabeth Anglin at ElizabethAnglin.com or call 970-708-4838. What are we attracting in our life and relationships and why? And how can we let go of attracting and being attracted to things that may not serve us? Peter Kane has been facilitating deep relationship work for over 30 years. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is passionate about bringing aliveness into your life and relationships. Contact Peter Kane for counseling, coaching, or breath work. Visit peterkane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425 802 Come to Seattle February 16th through the 20th for the 20th annual Women of Wisdom Conference. The theme is Radiate the Divine Feminine. Our world is ready. Our featured guests are Jean Houston, Jean Shinoda Bolin, Imsara, Yubaka Hill, and Naomi Tutu. Join Women of Wisdom for experiential life-changing workshops and evening presentations to inspire you. You can choose to attend the whole weekend or individual events. No charge for visiting. Daily activities such as the Goddess Market, Art Show, Tea House, and receive a reading or a healing at the temple. Are you ready to join a community of women who support each other in their journey to discover and develop their passions and purpose in life? 
Women of Wisdom is the place to be this February 16th through the 20th. Go to womenofwisdom.org to discover all the diverse offerings Women of Wisdom has to offer you. See you there. What robs you of your energy and vitality? The weight gain that just won't go away? Toxicity? Prolonged stress? Or maybe a trauma from a car accident or fall that damaged your nervous system? Go to this website, bellevue.wellness1.net, to learn more about the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. They'll take time with a free consultation to evaluate the health problems affecting you. Get your health and energy back. Go to bellevue.wellness1.net. What if your best friend could take a peek into the future? Psychic, author, and cosmic coach Dougal Fraser is that friend. He's the queer guy with a third eye. From gossip to gurus, meditation to martinis, the Dougal Fraser Show is a call-in advice show that provides insights and information on creating your best life. Every Tuesday at 10, he'll take calls and talk about love, money, sex, pop culture, and give free advice. No topic is off limits. It's the Dougal Fraser Show. Song. Do you know why I love that song, Benny? We should crank it up. Listen to the drums in this well, song. Well, I already played it, but you were talking off air, but I, oh I'm already past God. that drum part. Sorry. It's still a drummer song, man. You hear those drums, and you're like, give me my drumsticks. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Bat Show. You all should have been listening to what Ubaka Hill and I were talking about during the break. We actually, I'm going to ha- ask her to come back because we're going to have that conversation. Yeah. We absolutely need to have that conversation. I but agree. Right now, what we're talking about is an invitation for everybody out there to join in some beautiful, beautiful ceremony at the upcoming 20th anniversary of the Women of Wisdom. Uh, I-, I would love for you, first of all, let's start the conversation uh, by giving your website out to people because I want folks to actually take a take a journey uh, into what you've created. And then I w- would love for you to share what your vision is for the workshop and the concert. Okay. Well, my website is www.ubakahilldrumsong.com. And uh, hopefully later, later I'll get to mention the Million Women Drummers Gathering uh, and give the website for that. Um, the workshop is called um, Drum Song Music That Moves You, The Art and Spirit of Drumming. And I emphasize music that moves you. Music is an energetic frequency. It's a sonic vibrational frequency. Everything is in motion. Everything is moving. Everything is spiraling. And everything is expanding. Energy cannot be created. Energy never dies. And so music is a way to excite the energy of our physical bodies, of our emotional body and of our higher vibrational frequency. And so the workshop will include um, some technique, uh, uh, learning drum songs, um, having some uh, uh, discussion about the power of sound, and and some um, discussion and uh, exploration of the application, how to use music, how to, in this case, drumming, how to use, use the sound of drumming to shape shift, to expand. 
expand, to heal, to transform, and to enliven our lives, enliven every cell and molecule towards wellness and a sense of wholeness. Wow. You know, this is exciting. This is the 20th anniversary of the the Women of Wisdom, uh, upcoming Women of Wisdom event. And, you, you know, part, what does that mean for you? You know, what does that mean for you, Abaka? What does that mean for you when we talk about the 20th anniversary of Women of Wisdom and, and the role you're going to play in this? Well, first of all, I have to say brava yeah. to, to uh, Women of Wisdom Conference 20 years. I mean, that's, that's really no small change. No. I know what it takes to keep an organization and a vision alive and motivated and inspired for that length of time. So I am with great appreciation and gratitude for all that have kept the vision alive. And what it means for me to participate in this, first, I am very grateful that I was asked to be a part of the 20th anniversary. It validates me. It shows me that I I am on the right path, and it's a path that um, we can all relate to. So I'm just very happy to be a part of the community that will gather in my workshop as well as that will come to the conference um, for the weekend. Let's talk about 2013 for a minute because I, I made a comment earlier, um, and, I, I, you know, I've talked about this on my show. Um, one of the things I've said is, you know, we're planning something for January 1st of 2013, and the reason I said that is because there's so much emphasis on 2012 as if if you don't get it done in 2012, if you don't do this in 2012, if you don't change this in 2012, you're going to turn into a frog on January 2013. And I and it struck me in an interview I had with someone. Um, so I wanted to ask you your perspective on 2012. I know it's not the end of the world because you're planning a gathering in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... Here's what I know. Uh-huh. I mean, truly know, which is not necessarily believe. Mm. This is what I know. And that is, there is a great change that is currently in the process of happening. And so it's changing. We've been changing, 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 changing. 2012, sources of 2012 will be a, another level of our evolution, our human soul evolution. And we will have access to a greater understanding of who we really are and the power of who we really are in the human experience, so the soul in the human experience. Now, belief, yes, whatever we believe, it is true for the believer. So if we believe that things are going to close up and pack up and go away, that will be true in that believer's experience. But in the greater scheme of things, in the cosmic, uh, from the cosmic, galactic, earth-based experience, it is a shift in consciousness, and that shift is an expanded consciousness, and I'm very excited about that. You know, I'm very excited about it. Don't you believe uh, that there has been sort of um, an acceleration of this? And what I'm trying to say is that it isn't simply the arrival of 2012. 
There have been much that people have preparing for around the world. What do you think is our greatest challenge globally to continue to raise the consciousness? Our greatest challenge will be keeping the heart open. Just mm. keeping the heart open, the energetic heart open, and keeping the flow of compassion flowing. And that we do that for all of us and for each of us, so that we're not just these individual capsules where I'm doing for me, I got mine, I'm good, but that we say that I'm doing this for us, we have ours, we are good for all of humanity. So that's what I understand the greatest challenge will be. And, you know, with that, um, the challenge will um, be um, even uh, more difficult with the amount of fear that's being put on us Mm. as as an umbrella to motivate us to do things that are going to be very, very strange and not moving us in the right direction. Because when we're afraid, we're afraid we hide. When we're afraid, the heart shuts down. We lose compassion for ourselves. We lose compassion for each other. And so we have to uh, look at fear and sit fear down. And it was actually Audre Lorde has, has a fabulous quote that's, has served me for many years, and if you don't mind, I'd like to take a minute, and yeah. this is what she said in one of her poems. When I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid. I love that. So no. it's, to, it's to literally to keep our eyes on the prize. Mm. And part of that the uh, pathway, that gateway, includes forgiveness. Yeah, it does. You it know, includes forgiveness. What yeah. you're talking about is so powerful. And, I, you know, I, I didn't listen to the State of the Union address last mm-hmm. night or, uh, because I was in the middle of a meeting. But one of the things I, I was realizing in, in, in this meeting I was in was the following statement that I learned a number of years ago when I was really, really, really sick. And the statement was that fear and faith cannot coexist. <laughs> they can't coexist. Mm-hmm. And so the message for us here on the show this year is to remind people they can choose faith and fear That's will right. move away. That's right. And I will add another word yeah. um, along with faith. Yeah. Because we could have blind faith. Uh-huh. We can have faith in a lot of things unseen, unknown, and even unproven. Mm-hmm. I'm adding trust. <gasps> That's a good one. Trust. Mm. Because trust, we don't have to believe in anything. We just need to trust. And what are we trusting? Our heart. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I can't wait to see you uh, when you come to the Women of Wisdom Conference. Thank you. Um, do we have a minute to mention the Million Women Drummers Gathering? Uh, we have about 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Well, let me give everyone the website, and there's much, there's much there to read. It's www.millionwomendrummersgathering20, I'm sorry, millionwomendrummersgathering.com. Beautiful. And um, there's much there to be to be read, and I'll say more when I see everybody in Seattle. And I'll give it out again. Thank you so much. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Oh, I've been- 